0: Incoming transmission.
1: Download complete.
0: Howdy, y'all. Welcome to the broadcast show after tournament report. Tonight, we have Jack Pashley with us, who finished in second place with the Roger uh, uh Jack, uh, if you could go over uh, your team uh, with me. You, you went uh, 3-0 with 470 points. If you could give me, if you're able to, remember what your build was, your main force, your sideline, yeah, yeah. uh, and the
1: objects that you had in maps. So the main force was um, Chase Agatha from Disney+. Plus, Annihilating Conqueror, Bishop Prime, Molecule Man, two flashes. One of them was the Charge one, and then the, uh, I also went with the TK one as the second one. And then Cloak of Levitation and um, a Latverian Village bonus, because I got that for free. Um, so the sideline was Doom 67, DJ Doom, Sorcerer Doom, Lord Doom, Valyria Von Doom, three Scroll Spies, and a Sentinel. So for main force, Agatha's got really good synergy with Bishop with the hex because you can create a I think it's a seven by seven square, uh, and obviously then Bishop prevents you from like shooting with them um, shooting further away than five. Um, so you can create kind of a box of safety for your team. She's got crazy mobility as well with the the boop in between hindering terrain. She gives you some huge swing turns with hex because you can teleport. And then drop a hex on someone that's not expecting it. She has all the sport powers that you want, like Properplex and Outwit. Eight clicks deep with healing on every single click. And she has either Super Sensor or Shape Change on every click, and Mystics as well. And then she's got good stats and Pen Blast, but then she's also got the double target Mind Control. So I use that a lot to pull people back into your own hex who think they're safe. So you can Mind Control them in. So then Annihilate and Conqueror obviously makes it a theme team. Um, and then he's just got good swap utility with all the Dooms. Bishop. Again, good synergy with uh, Agatha. So it uh, forces your opponent in close and then the rest of the team is built around being a bit more of a close range fighting, fighting with Doom and Agatha. Um, Molecule Man um, gives Agatha the ability to boop around on maps that don't have hindering terrain. That's really good. And then you can, place, you can actually place a few blocking terrains along the edge of your hex to prevent anyone from shooting across it at the rest of your team. Then Charge Flash... He's got entire map reach with the other Flash TK. Um, and if he, because the team's very control-heavy, if you want to stall, um, you can basically throw char, uh, Flash, Charge Flash out there later on in the game just to score you more than 30 points, basically. And a lot of teams are playing quite low-point support figures, like the Thanos team runs Darcy and Marvella, and he can kill both of those by himself and be up, be up 10 points just for himself. TK flashes really good with Agatha because the the six, the six normal TK range of 6 gets you into the hex but then the extra 2 that that charge that the TK flash gets you boops you out of the hex so then your own figures aren't losing the powers. And then the cloak I was going between the cloak and the radioactive clay because the radioactive clay lets you play like a, an ultra stall game and then just try and mind control towards the end and try and score some points but it's destructible so you've got the risk of if you lose map, you'll you'll lose that. And then you only get a one-time use on it. If you hit it destroys. I was I wasn't particularly keen on the cloak at first, but I stick it on Doom 67 almost every game and it's ridiculous. <laughs> Charge flurry with the extra sidestep and the TK. And then the sidestep lets you get off the triple flurry much more than you would have done before on that doom. Um and then, if you, if you want, you can you can throw it onto Flash if you really need the extra reach, or you can put it onto Molecule Man if you want a piece just that's just going to reposition all your other support pieces. The Labyrinth Village was it's free, so I'm throwing it on anyway. But I'm generally not picking um, Labyrinth Village map itself. I pick Glen Grove. But if you do really want to pick Liberian Village, the peasants can pick Agatha as their mastermind character and then they can sit in her hex and give her mastermind like it, it's really good
0: yeah you know, i was just telling my uh my group of friends that if only agatha had mastermind and of course mm-hmm. your team with the the map on this gives her exactly what i yeah. feel like
1: she did yeah and it's yeah it gives it gives her it. map so um it doesn't it doesn't come from it comes from the map it doesn't come from the, the peasants so they're, they're and they have no powers so they're fine to sit in front of her. Mm-hmm. And she also has improved targeting characters so you can actually sit them in front of it and body block as well. I was
0: uh, also talking to friends about uh, Agatha, and the Scarlet Witch Chase. Mm-hmm. Comparing the two, there's uh, a lot of similarities. And that they both have a, a kind of move and attack to move out a few squares and then some kind of. Uh, range attack. They both have two bolts, and they both have, I think, seven range. And I think that their attack and damage is similar. But the difference between her and Agatha is uh, that Scarlet Witch can bust stealth, which is okay for the most part. But Agatha, she can see two characters, and on top of that, she has uh, mind control. And that having... uh, They both have psychic blasts, and I think they both have... uh, a combat expert. No,
1: no just uh, I, think, I think, yeah, I think Scarlet Witch has got that
0: natural. Yeah, effect. she has a shape shape, a uh, modile. Yeah, you know, that's that's fine. Right? But the uh, the mind control, the double target mind control is huge. We see that with uh, Thanos all the time, where having two uh, targets from mind control pays off a lot. You know, on top of that, uh, the survivability that Agatha has with the, the rune markers, so uh, where characters can't use powers within mm-hmm. her uh, through squares, and she has stealth. And I'm guessing with that's why you yeah, have Windgrove Cemetery, because of all the Hindering trolls yeah.
1: Right yeah, she always wants to be in Hindering because she can teleport between it and then the stealth on top of it.
0: That's, uh, that's a pretty great Linger, choice. Was great. Yeah, uh, this team has a, a few different options, especially the, the swap-out dooms that you have on your team. Mm-hmm. I was curious about the Valari Vaunting. Was she just there as a filler, or did she have an
1: actual purpose? Uh, she's hyper defensive with the shape change super sensor. She has stealth shape change super sensors and then she's she's got like the Uber shape change where um she gets to re. I think did she get to reposition and damage? Uh, Not I universe, know she but... gets to
0: do damage with, the, with whatever yeah. she rolls.
1: Um, but if you, I've not come against it yet, but if you want to come up against a matchup where you really need to protect the points on your Doom, I guess Valeria is the best one to go for that if you don't want that scoring, but also the Perplex as well. If, you, if you're if you in a matchup where you really, really need one extra range between Agatha and Valeria, you've got two Perplexes, so okay. you can get your Flash a little bit further or your Agatha to shoot a little bit further without leaving, leaving a box. I've not played it yet, but she's there for a reason. I guess, but it's just not come up.
0: And your team, uh, it only has uh, three actions under your uh, the flash. Right? I've got
1: flash leadership. So yeah, the, go. the dangerous thing is when you throw your flash out, you've got to be aware that the following turn, you'll probably have one less action to deal with.
0: And that's where the Agatha comes in with the double bike control, where that allows mm-hmm. you to maybe balance out that loss of an action with a mm-hmm. double target. So And the free
1: yeah. placing every turn as well. That, that really mm-hmm. helps.
0: We also have a bishop up there. Who is also yeah. if you don't need to use the shard to uh, defensively. Bishop is also a good way to also do an alpha strike I don't know if you've tried
1: that before. It's yeah. got ten square phase and then drops shard.
0: Uh, yeah, it's just a, it's a really nice little trick if you need to yeah. pop something, because uh, she has running shot of where I think, and a range of I think six or five? No, yeah. Mm-hmm. So with a, uh, he actually moves eight. Uh, so let's oh, say a chopper on the ninth square, unless she goes running shelf four. So mm-hmm. that's a uh, thirteen plus six. That's nineteen. That's a nineteen square reach. That's pretty good.
1: And he's also another outwit. So between him, Molecule Man, and Agatha, you have three outwits if you want it.
0: And that's pretty huge. I know there's some things like Thanos where the outwit doesn't come into play, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of other teams where the outwit is super handy. It's a uh, pretty underplayed power outwit, uh, just because you don't know, really get a chance to use it before you, you lose it. And uh, when there's other characters out there like Thanos or they have safeguarded, outlet, protected outwit, it just feels like a, a dead power over a perplex or a probability control. But when you do have access to it. Yeah, that's
1: super helpful. Yeah, I was gonna say the only two maps I played were Glen Grove and Liberian Village, because um, I always want to be on Glen Grove, really. Um, but yeah, it has I'm still a for of another map. maps. Maybe I'll
0: uh, have to take a look to see what third map we can
1: add. I just you decided. want one with, um, you want one where there's block actual blocking terrain, not walls, a long way you want to put your hex so you can you can create a box around your hex without you know, the map can do it for you without having to use Barrier. That's uh, what Bad and Village does, right? Uh, with all yeah. The blocking trend.
0: yeah. So if you can remember, we played Friday night and yep. we had 18 people sign up. Uh, for that tournament, we had the, uh, the Bounty Challenge for Thanos, and your team Was not a battle team. It was just it was just a a really good team. Was this some a team that you practiced with, played with before, or was this something new for you to
1: do? Yeah, I've been playing this a lot. Um, as soon as I saw Agatha, I was I was trying to build Mystical because I was playing Blackheart free rotation. Um, but I just couldn't quite get it to work, especially with Reign of Terror going, and I just didn't feel that Mystical had enough. And then I realized she had Pass Keyword, and I went straight. Back to building Latveria, which I I, I used to play, um, and it just kind of all I went. I want I want Agatha, Doom, and Bishop, and then the rest of the team just kind of builds itself because they're the best Latverian pieces.
0: Yeah, yeah, Flash, Malcom, Doom. Those three usually go together the yeah. Uh So uh, if you can remember uh, your matches, so we'll start with round one. You had uh, played against. And Powell, who's a yeah. national Rock cap champion. Uh, and he played a Thanos team, uh, the Spider-Thanos yeah, team I don't know if you're with it, before playing yeah, against yeah. it. But, but he's had a lot, a lot of success with it uh, the past couple of months. If you could, uh, real quick, go over your match with him.
1: So he had Thanos, Spider-Pharaoh, Marvella, MJ, Darcy, Alchemical, Fire. Um, I won the map because I had a plus one on him. Um, we've got a six against his five. Um, So I went to Glen Grove and swapped into Doom 67. Um, So turn one against Thanos, what I like to do is you TK Agatha out eight. She perplexes up her own range, she picks problem perplex on the Darkhold, uh, and then she destroys Alchemical Fire, and then she can boot back four to a little bit into Hindering Train a little bit safer. And then I have um, the charge flash double charge to pick up the object and drop it into Doom Square. I don't have the actions to equip it, but we just leave it in that square, for turn one. And then Bishop generates a shard in the center of the rest of my team. Um, and Molecule Man converts um, some barrier, smoke and barrier around that. Um, so you're basically just pr- trying to use the barrier to prevent Agatha and Flash from being able to kill shard. Um, so you only need one or two squares to do it, but. Um, so you are more likely to get it off.
0: So, and you're and then, starting there. You know, do you have Bishop and Shard separate away from everybody else? Uh, not like really far apart, but at least a uh, square or two, so that way you can barrier
1: around, so that way nobody. So it. usually I would phase him straight into the corner, but then he'd lose first round immunity. And against Thanos, I don't really want him to be mind controlling Agatha to kill Bishop on turn one. Bishop or Shard in on turn one. So I actually put him in the middle of the team, and um, so he still has. First round immunity, because he's still in the uh, starting area. And it's just Shard, Flash, and Agatha the only ones he can really go for. And he kind of has to go for Agatha to then go for one of the other two. So it's it it's a bit more beneficial than just putting Bishop in the corner, who he can then shoot. But uh, Dan actually... Um, Dan phased his whole team up, um, sidestepped Marvella with, and Darcy to outwit Agatha's super sensors, and then mind-controlled her to kill Flash. And then he separated his team and free phase with Thanos um to the other um to the bottom of the map we were playing at the top to try and split out his team a bit. So that's yeah, so he got flash on turn one.
0: He got flash on turn one, but it looks like you won this match against Dan, and it was quite in your favour as well, right?
1: Yeah, well, it was quite close most of the game. Um, so we both killed each other's pit crew, so it was just Thanos and MJ versus um, Doom and Agatha. Um, and he um, I don't, I don't know if he was aware of it or if he just didn't count out properly, but he, um, he left Thanos one square within range of Agatha being able to put a drop of hex. So Agatha teleported, dropped a hex, and then Doom Charge flurried him onto his last click. He got a destroyer off of that, um, who he could place just outside of the hex, and then he used destroyer to carry Thanos to safety. Um, I think he was winning just on, on points, just, um, and then. Um, I had Agatha mind control destroyer to kill his Thanos, <laughs> but um, it was it was quite a back and forth game. He rolled gem three gems every turn, apart from the last one, which on which he died, and I hit a few super senses rolls in Agatha, so we both got quite lucky. But and it was quite close on point.
0: Awesome. Uh, and this team was this a uh, with Bishop Prime on there? Was this uh, it, it? Is a counter of two damage, but was this an intentional counter of two damage?
1: Yeah, or so a... I some of the people I play with play a lot, so I've I've been just practicing against it, but um, it's, I don't know, it's more of, I just like heavy control when I play games so, the Hex and the Bishop are good against every, I I think everything, because against, like, Sky Tyrant he can't really go for Agatha or the rest of your team Hmm. but, um, specifically against Thanos, the Bishop doesn't really counter him, it just buys you a turn, because he'll come over and kill it but then he's close to you, so you can retaliate, I think that's more of the idea um, behind it, because you just want to be dropping a hex and then charge flurrying him, um, and you're forcing him to be as close as possible with bishop. Um, I'd, if I lose map, it's a bit harder to play against Thanos, but like Realm of Death is just awkward. But you can That's again, you, you just need to spend a yeah, you need to spend a little bit of your first turn destroying a wall, so that when he does come in to, to attack your team, so he still has to be within five, you can retaliate. Okay. But it is harder.
0: All right, uh, round two. You played. Let's see here. You played me. That's right. Yeah, who exactly I was playing? Same team. I was also playing the exact same team. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I've never played the team before that night. And It something interesting to note that you hear a lot of players say competitive players, casual players, uh, experienced, and it's people and experienced players say that Thanos is easy to pilot. And for the most part, I guess that is true, but once you start going going into higher level competition, it's uh, there are there are these small little things that uh, yeah. both players do that if you if you're not aware, and I was very aware of what your team could do, <laughs> that Danos yeah. could just die in one turn. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you stayed quite far away from Aga. I, yeah,
0: I, yeah. I, I was. Uh, I I didn't want to risk the super sense roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I keep my controller bring her in and start doing some damage to her. But if I miss, I might uh, lose just all my support pieces the next turn. So I was like, I'll be a little bit more defensive with this time. And so, uh, I was a little scared uh, because you beat them. I didn't get to watch the game, but I did see that he had you had scored quite a bit of points against him. So I was, I was like if mm. this team if Dan blasted this guy pretty badly, then I need to be more
1: careful on what Dan did. One thing I did learn from these Thanos games was um I quite the cloak's really good on Doom because you can sit him next to Agatha when obviously when there's no room. And um he he has plastic he can't be mind controlled because he's got Battle Fury. Mm-hmm. And then he has plasticity, so even if you mind control Agatha and are successful, she's got to break away on a six to be able to pen blast him. So if you sit them next to each other, they're really hard to to do anything with mind control.
0: And he's also got Improvise too, so she stays adjacent. Yeah. He could roll out on that damage that she deal. Exactly. Yeah, this was a, a really tough match. And, you, know, you won this one as well, but it was a lot lower scoring than it was, uh, it yeah. was with Damned let's see, you had scored 110 versus, uh, and I scored only 30 at the Flash, and it's something that you mentioned earlier, where you TK'd out Flash, killed Marcy, killed Lavella. Um, uh, so this team, uh, it sounds like you struggled a little bit uh, so far uh, getting points. Uh, a high... I want to I say points, you got points obviously with Dan, mm-hmm. but uh, if, it was, if it wasn't for Thanos' long dial and uh, the ability to get the line control. It sounds like you would have had even an even lower score overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so uh, Is this a thing. a play style thing where maybe they need to play more aggressive, or is this just the team itself where it's a uh, generally low score team?
1: It's re- well, the team itself is really control heavy, so you can basically play at the pace that you want to, but because i've not played too many games in actual tournaments with it it's you can throw doom and you can throw doom out there and try and like score more points but i'm always a bit scared of doing that and i'd rather kind of sit in my bubble at the moment until mm-hmm. i learn the team a bit better like, you can go for more points you can be really aggressive and you can agatha doesn't have to sit in her bubble she can teleport around and go score some more points but I like that Uber defensive at the moment because, especially when people haven't played against it before, they don't really know what to do and they spend a lot of time thinking about how to interact with the hex and bishop.
0: Yeah, I was uh, I was very frustrated playing against your team because it's like <laughs> this is supposed to be an easy team to play. You know? uh, I was like, if I go here, nope. Uh, I Thanos goes to quick five, quick six. If it goes here. Now if I miss the uh, the rest of my team is just dead, it's just dead. And If I go there, I'm all in, and then, then my whole team is just dead. Uh, that uh, the defensive control that your team has, it the ball is in the other player's court for sure, to try to make a decision on what to do. And uh, like you said, you can go as aggressive or uh, control, or aggressive or defensive as you need to be, because. The team has a lot of great offensive power, and you mm-hmm. control the board with Reactions, you control the board with Bishop Prime, and you have Molecule to manipulate into blocking train or hindering train as well. So the team's got a lot of great stuff going for it. And yeah. that's. Uh, I think this is a very original team. I think it's awesome. I, I love everything about it uh let's uh, let's go to the third round for uh the tournament where you played against jay solomon who is also one of the most uh, knowledgeable knowledgeable uh, very well seasoned heroics players
1: he was playing um he was playing an all disney plus team a celebrity team i think it's all disney plus so it was super rare agnes um with Daniel scratchy um the super rare Vision at full points the 101 the one that's got three rollouts and retaliates Mm-hmm. um chase scarlet witch at 75 and Sakarian iron man thing
0: yes and he also had the galactus herald dial
1: um yes that was on the it vision. vision yeah like he yeah so i i didn't really bother interacting with vision to be honest um if he'd have come close enough to drop a hex on him i'd have gone i'd have gone for him but um he was retaliating and then phasing away so i just didn't even bother attacking him because it's just so hard to chew through mm-hmm. but um he he won map and actually took us to Glen Grove because that's the one he wanted to play as well. So I played on Glen Grove every game. This time I I, I equipped Doom on turn one because I knew I was like going to be needing that. Um, um, I was going to be needing the sidestep on Doom straight away. And Agatha made a hex in front of my starting area because obviously I was going second, so I didn't get to destroy his object. So she had an action free to destroy that, uh, to make a hex. Sorry, but um, he on his turn two hypersonic his Sakarian Iron Man. All the way through my hex and kill tk flash i think um and he just sat his iron man in the hex because it still has plus two to its stats and it still can only take one damage at a time mm-hmm. so it doesn't really need powers i guess it was quite annoying to play against <laughs> he had to move his scarlet witch up for a prob and a perplex so i'm in retaliation i mind controlled his um scarlet witch into my hex so i molecule man carried up bishop so they double outwitted her super sensors and shape change and then i mind controlled into the hex and doom just killed her um i think knocked a token off of iron man an object off of iron man and then his turn he retaliated and retaliated with vision i think he missed and then he phased away carrying iron man to safety and then my following turn i had to my flash tried to finish off iron man with an object because I, I think you could hit him with one attack real quick you said
0: he phased away uh, was that guy still within the hex marker space or no
1: no no so he retaliated adjacent to the hex because obviously my doom can't be in the hex so scarlet witch was on the very bound ba- you might control her to move to the boundary of the hex and then your doom gotcha. sits on the outside bound. and then vision retaliated on doom and carried iron man away um, with phasing uh, I tried to use Flash to kill um, Sakari and Iron Man because between a normal attack and an object attack I had enough damage to to kill him and I missed one of them so he survived and then I think Jay had to clear and then I was planning out some actions and I think it went to time, at 70, I think he killed the other Flash so it went 75 to 60 on time so it was a close close game again. Yeah, Jay
0: is also a, a, a more defensive player. Which yeah, is interesting it, to, to see him playing Sakari and Iron Man out there. He's done similar teams with uh, playing the double charge flash, throwing
1: them out there, and then
0: just uh, kind of waiting to see what the rest of your team get do before he completely tries to interact with
1: it. His team was really hard to score points from. Like, Scarlet Witch is really hard to kill if I didn't have the Hex. Um, Sakari and Iron Man's hard to kill. Agnes is even hard to kill. And Vision's impossible, I'd say, without the Hex. Because uh, yeah, so.
0: he has three rollouts with uh, Shape Change, Previous and uh, Super Senses, and the double yeah. rollouts with the Scarlet Witch. And uh, Agnes can uh, heal off her Stockwood with the Shape that she would Yeah, get, and so. she
1: has her own infinite mastermind fodder.
0: So and it looks like you won uh, 75 to 65, percent
1: Yeah, on the last one. Yeah. Uh, that was
0: another really very close game, another low too Yeah. So is this a team that. Uh, uh, your average player going into a tournament can just pick up a play, or is it something that requires a little bit of practice
1: before? I think you need to test your first two turns a lot because you need to figure out where everybody stands and what actions you're spending. Because you don't have enough actions to do everything you want to generate bishop, get Agatha where you want her to do, and make a hex and equip Doom. You have to you have to pick um four out of five options basically and you also have to decide where everyone stands because there's like one or two gaps along the edge of the hex where they can shoot you from five away so you kind of need your molecule man to be barrier in those couple of holes but you have to think a lot about the first few turns but i think once people are kind of in your face it's a lot easier because you've got so much so many options at closer range just trying to prevent someone from i mean it's a really heavy control team so you're trying to prevent that the initial alpha aren't you against you and then once that's once you've survived that i think you're good
0: uh, is there anything about this team that you would change or add
1: or take off uh, you can't really there's no put no leeway in points apart from the cloak um so unless there's a better five point object than the cloak but i i was skeptical about it at first but the more I've played with it on Doom 67, it's, side Sidestep is one of the yeah. best powers. Sidestep plus this, so you can't get away from him as well. It's it's crazy.
0: All right, well, thanks for talking with me, jock and sharing your team and giving insight about it. Really appreciate that. Hope you're able to come and participate again uh, soon. I understand the slate for you when you participating. <laughs> yeah, it was, what, 5 a.m.?
1: It, you, yeah.
0: Your time when you finished up at the, at the end of the night?
1: Yeah um i'll i'll try and make as many as i can but it kind of writes my saturday off so we'll we'll see yeah no it was it's really fun and uh, thanks for running it It's brilliant as always uh, all right
0: well that's our episode uh thanks for tuning into the after tournament report and as always our friday night cash bash tournaments are free for new players to participate so, if you would like to check it out, it is a very welcoming environment, it's, uh, very competitive, but it's also pretty fun. Transmission complete.